Welcome to the Far Side of Leadership podcast, where you can have fun, and if you're lucky, learn something about leadership. And now, Terry Farr, your host. Welcome back to the Far Side of Leadership. In this episode, we are going to talk about reaching your potential. Now, this is going to be a little bit different when I talk about, uh, when I say reaching your potential. It's just going to be a little bit different, and you'll see why I'm saying that. In Sunday school and church last Sunday, there was some scripture that was read, and we went into some pretty good detail about it. I normally don't read a whole lot of scripture on my podcast or get into a whole lot of religion because one thing that I always talk about, I always heard, you know, especially if you're making a speech, don't talk about politics and religion. So I'm not going to call this religion, but I'm going to be quoting some scripture. And I don't think it's going to offend anybody if it does. Well, if you know my personality, (laughs) I'm sorry. I hurt your feelings. But I I can't believe that anybody that's going to listen to what I'm going to say thinks this is too overly religious for my podcast. And hopefully, the way I explain what I'm going to explain, nobody thinks that I'm sacrilegious with this. So let me just read you this. This is from the book of Mark, Mark 6. Actually, our scripture was 1 through 17, but I'm going to cut it pretty much in half and Oh, do 7 through 13. Then Jesus traveled through the surrounding villages teaching. He called for the twelve and sent them out in pairs. He gave them authority over unclean spirits, instructed them to take nothing for the journey except a walking stick, no bread, no bags, and no money in their belts. He told them to wear sandals but not to put on two shirts. He said, quote, Whatever house you enter, remain there until you leave that place. If a place doesn't welcome you or listen to you as you leave, shake the dust off your feet as a witness against them. End of the quote. So they went out and proclaimed that people should change their hearts and lives. They cast out many demons and they anointed many sick people with olive oil and healed them. And this was common English Bible version. Anyway, in Sunday school, we got to really discussing this, and and then maybe I'd had enough caffeine that morning for my brain to sort of wonder and, and think a little bit about what did this really mean. You know, Jesus was sending out, you know, these 12 and again, they were in pairs, and that's so they could do a better job, in my opinion, because two, a lot of times, can make a presentation better than one if they're working together real closely. But he sent them out in pairs and to spread the good word, you know, and to do some healing through him, basically. But uh, so I did an analogy of this, and again, this is where I don't want anybody to think I'm being sacrilegious, but... This this is what I told my Sunday school class to where this would make sense as to what he did by sending them out in, in pairs. 
in any way. He had a message that he wanted to get across. Well, the way I'm sort of looking at this, again, follow me. He was the, he had a board meeting, let's just say. He was the sales manager. He had 12 salespeople. And he paired them up so that they would do a good job of going out there and promoting Jesus' product, if you will. He sent them out and said this in so many words. And I don't know how Jesus was at at the writing of this scripture. Uh, I'm just going to guess somewhere between 30 and 33. And if I'm right, I do believe that Jesus was crucified at age 33. I might be off a little bit on that, but I think I'm right. In my opinion, there was some urgency, you know, on Jesus's mind. And it was like, hey, y'all get out there, share the product with the potential customers out there, which was everybody. But what he wanted them to do, he wanted them to get as many yeses as quick as he could because he knew his days were numbered, right? To get the quickest amount of yeses or the most amount of yeses in the quickest period of time, basically what he was telling them, when you talk to somebody, you want a yes or no. Either answer is okay. You just need to know. Is it yes or no? If it's no, don't be hostile. Just be nice, but leave and then go to the next person. Then you make your presentation, your product, if you will. Jesus' product in this case. The good news, spreading the good news. Do you believe? If it was yes, great. Then it went on. If it was no, great. They got the answer. So in other words, a lot of times, you know, what we hear, if if you've ever sold anything, taken any, you know, kind of sales classes or whatever, you know, the typical sale is not necessarily made on the first go around. In other words, what a lot of people say, the average knows that you're going to get before you get a yes is like seven. Well, the way I'm sort of interpreting this is Jesus wanted you to either make it or break it one time. You don't have enough time to go back and do a whole lot of, you know, trying to convince these people. In other words, you've got a good product. So, hey, let's go ahead and get an answer and then we'll move on. So just think in a three-year period of time. And again, I'm saying three years because I don't know exactly. could have been two years. But in a short period of time, how many people were converted to believers? And the reason being is they didn't waste a whole lot of time, you know, murmuring and crying because they didn't sell this guy something, you know, and, and didn't do a whole lot of begging, didn't do a whole lot of going back, which just would keep them from making a presentation to somebody else. The question is, should we possibly use this kind of technique in our business? Now, you may not be a salesperson. You may not be on commission. But if you've got a job or if you own a business, you have a product and or a service. So 
you know, again, I don't know what your position is, but chances are somehow or another you're involved in promoting this product to the end consumer. Whether or not you're getting paid a commission or not doesn't matter. But just think if all of a sudden sales increased and your boss knew that sales were increased because all of a sudden you're doing a better job. So I'm just sort of thinking, hey, we might experiment with this and just take some period of time. It could be a week. It could be a month. It could be a year. But take some period of time and do this. I work for the Greater Picayune Area Chamber of Commerce in beautiful downtown Picayune, Mississippi. We have a product. That product is membership into the Chamber of Commerce. Our dues are priced very affordable and they are um, just a good price. $175 a year. I mean, so... So there's no doubt that I'm convinced and Lacey is convinced that we have a great product at a great price. We're also convinced, not brainwashed, we are convinced that every business in Pearl River County, Mississippi, ought to be a member of the Chamber of Commerce. So what I'm saying, and Lacey and I talked about this, what I'm saying is we just need to talk to any business that is open, whether it's a home-based business or storefront, or manufacturer, retail, whatever type of business, share with them what our product is, what our benefits are, and what this can do for our community. Not just being a member of the chamber is going to help pay bills, it's going to help the community. So we've got a great product. So let's just say that we take a year and we go approach businesses, and all we want to know is, Yes or no. And if it's no, that doesn't mean no forever. Because there are times where people, you know, we know they're going to get involved. It just sometimes isn't that very day. So we're not going to make anybody mad. And, but what we're going to do is just move on to the next person. And then just tell them the ones that say no is, well, if you change your mind, uh, give us a call. And then let's just say for that next, this coming year, maybe for the last six months of this year, we do this approach and we just don't even call the people back. Now that may sound cruel, but just don't even call a business back because if we do a good job of explaining what we've got, we got a good product, we got a good price. The answer should be yes, in my opinion, that they should join. But if they don't, that's okay. Just call us when you're ready. That's that's my thoughts. They're going to get involved with the chamber. It's just a matter of is it now or later. And if it's later, it's going to be because they follow up with us because we're too busy going out, sharing our product and service because there is urgency, folks. I don't think any of us ever consider urgency. Now, you figure out what's urgent and what's not urgent. But I think if you're going to excel in your position and, and be uh, uh, recognized as a good employee, might as well think there's some urgency out there and go out and do what is talked about in the book of Mark. Hope this makes sense. Make it a great day. Thanks for listening to the Far Side of Leadership podcast. 
I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't miss another episode. Subscribe today. Feel free to share with anyone you think may enjoy the podcast. For more information, visit terryfar.com. 